Hello, I'm Randy Greenwald, the host of Great Hearts Table. I've often wondered what the devotional lives of my spiritual mentors were really like. I realized they never would talk about it. Perhaps they were reticent to parade their acts of piety before others, and I get that. But the result is that I'm left to imagine what the prayer lives of godly men and women really look like. Maybe they match what I read in the books, or maybe they struggle like the rest of us. So today around Great Heart's Table, I'd like to talk about the pastor's life of prayer. Maybe those of us who struggle are not so bad at it as we might think. Maybe we're just different. In the universe of the pastor, there are constellations that sit brightly in the sky, modeling and directing all that we are to do and to be. We're well aware, of course, of Spurgeonus Majorus, shaped like a pulpit, reminding us of the high calling that is preaching. Many of you, perhaps, have seen the Big Piper. It's shaped like a convicting index finger and can be seen on the horizon of every seashore wherever any of us might be tragically tempted to gather some seashells. The Mueller Lights is a phenomenon of bright luminescence shaped like giant praying hands which settles over our pastors' homes in the early morning hours when they're deeply engaged in heartfelt prayer. And, and then, of course, there is Calarion, a constellation curiously only visible from the large urban centers of the world. These constellations are so prominent that pastors cannot imagine life or ministry guided by any other lights. Except there must be clouds in my night sky. Clearly, this is the case with regard to prayer. I'd love to say that you will find me on my knees every morning. I'd love to regale you with stories of how the money I needed and prayed for on Tuesday showed up in an anonymous envelope on my doorstep on Wednesday. The truth is that I struggle to be vigilant in this kind of earnest and faithful praying. When someone says that you can tell the spiritual vitality of a man by the quality of his prayers, I feel like a spiritual hamster. And I feel guilt. Tons of it. A conference speaker I once heard claimed that the average pastor prays no more than five minutes each day. In my case, I'd like to count the prayers I utter for God to move the car in front of me or to keep the light green just a little bit longer. But I'm pretty sure the conference speaker had something else in mind, and by his standard, he's probably correct. We don't pray much. When my guilt takes root, I move to try harder, which for most pastors means buying and sometimes reading books. Luther promised me a simple way to pray. Tim Keller promised to guide me into an experience of awe and intimacy with God. That all sounded pretty sweet, and so I read the books and learned that what works great for Martin and Tim leaves Randy exhausted. The constellations, therefore, caused me to question, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with us? Well, maybe nothing, really. Maybe we're just different. And that thought is liberating. I've been helped in thinking about this by my good friend and mentor, Larry Edison. Larry's a retired pastor who will tell you that he earned his MDiv from Westminster Seminary, his DMIN from Covenant Seminary, and his ADHD from his parents. Larry prays, but not in the way others tell him to pray. To break from the standard and expected patterns has not been easy for him. He tried to do it the right way. 
But he has learned that though there is a way that seems right to many, in the end it is death for those with atypical neurology. We're all different. And that, he says, is okay. Larry prays when driving. He prays when he's walking. He stops reading or listening to music to pray. He never closes his eyes or kneels. He talks to God about the things that come to mind, the things he sees, the things he reads. Life is a dialogue of prayer for him. He may not pray for me every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. with his eyes closed and his knees aching, but I know he prays for me when he thinks of me and that God hears him. You see, God has put more constellations in the sky than we might ordinarily notice. For me, Larry's one of them. By the way, he's compiled some of his observations in a remarkably helpful and free book. I encourage you to check it out. I'll put a connection in the show notes. Of course, our problem with prayer might be spiritual or theological. For that, we need immersion in the glory, grace, and generosity of God. We need safe people with whom we can share our doubts, our questions, our fears, and our concerns. What I don't need is renewed pressure to adopt a method that has in the past proven not to fit who I am. A diagnosis never excuses us to sin, but neither should it condemn us to a second-tier status. You may not have ADHD, but you are who God made you to be. Prayer is a delight and a joy when it's freely engaged. Learn to pray, but in your own way. The Mueller lights may not find you if you're praying in your car for the person you just thought about when you drove by the hospital. That's okay. God does. Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People, and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found called home. Take a left at loneliness There's a place to find forgiveness Called home